Welcome to episode four of the Mama Love podcast. Before we get on with the show today, I just want to stop and say, if you have managed to get through episodes one, two, and three of the podcast, I am sending you a big virtual high five. I know they were pretty intense, so I really appreciate you listening. It was really important for me to be able to share those three significant moments in our lives as a bit of a background to the rest of the podcast episodes. But I can tell you that there are a number of times in the lead up to recording those that I really wished I hadn't told you that that was what my plan was because I really wanted to back out of that promise. But they are there and I appreciate if you have taken the time to listen to them. Now, the other thing I wanted to do today was say a big shout out to anyone who has left me a rating and review on the Apple Podcasts app. And I also wanted to share one particular review that was left by Miss Chell01. It says, as someone who is lucky enough to have been inspired and encouraged by Annie for some time now, I am thrilled that her wisdom and beautiful calming voice is available for the world to hear. The world needs more Annies to share finding joy despite having every reason to wallow and wail. Thank you, Annie, for being you. And thank you to the beautiful Miss Cello One for your beautiful review today. Thank you so much. And now that leads me into today's episode, which is with my beloved husband, Ben Love. I thought that given I've already talked about him quite a bit in the first three episodes of the podcast, and I will probably continue talking about him a fair bit in future episodes, it was only fair that I brought him on and actually introduced you to him. So, welcome to the show, Ben Love. Welcome to the Mama Love podcast. My name is Annie Love and I'm a mum, a wife, a life coach, creative spirit and all-round positive thinker. Our parenting journey has been, well, a bit of a roller coaster and I've learned the hard way how to navigate through some pretty tumultuous times. This podcast is about finding joy, even in the midst of darkness, and believing that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. We're going to share stories and conversations along the way, and talk about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being here. Thanks for taking time out of your busy gardening schedule to uh, chat today, Ben. Thanks. It's wonderful to be here. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, my name is Ben. I am married to a wonderful, wonderful woman called Annie Love. No. No. (laughs) Um, I have a a beautiful family. Um, I have... Three beautiful boys in my heart and uh, two beautiful boys in my home. Um, And I have just recently discovered uh, this low and slow movement of of smoking, cooking, meat, barbecue, Texas style. So that's currently a new new hobby that I'm exploring. Nice. And you've... You've spent the pandemic time doing a bit of gardening and a newfound skill of creating furniture out of pallets. I feel like I've really discovered a better version of me. Um, (laughs) My garden has never looked better. Uh, I've got my winter crops in. I've built some new garden beds. I have, as you said, I've 
um, started making things, furniture and, and whatnot from recycled pallets, which is super new for me because I, I'm not a handy person. I don't, you know, I didn't grow up, you know, with a <clears throat> dad teaching me how to use power tools and doing all these cool things, you know. So um, that's, oh. really, that's really new for me. It's definitely a, a, a bit of a step outside what I'm used to, but I have to say I'm absolutely loving it. Mm, nice. And in your day job, you are oh, an IT nerd. I, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, in my day job, I run an IT company. Um, uh, I used to be an IT nerd, I guess. I'm off the tools a fair bit these days. My team don't really actually let me close tickets these days. I tend to cause more problems than I solve. <laughs> um, these days, I actually operate more at a... At a, at a business entrepreneurial level, I think. Um, obviously, still with a really strong tech background behind me. Um, yeah. Nice. So, in a few weeks, we'll be celebrating our 17th wedding anniversary. Oh, really? Crazy, huh? Yeah. We must have been babies when we got married. Wow. We must have. I think I was 24 and you were 26. Serious? Yeah. Spin out. Mm. Did you ever imagine in your early 20s that one day you would be a happily married man celebrating your 17th wedding anniversary? Oh, absolutely. But I pictured a lot more years of James Bond X jacuzzis and supermodels before I actually did get married and and have and have a family of my own. It was always part of the plan, absolutely. Mm. Um, but I nabbed you a bit earlier than you expected. Well, yeah, I, I got a little bit distracted from my plans when you came along. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Now, we spend a lot of time together. Well, more so at the moment, given pandemic times. And can I just say that I'm quite happy with that? Yeah. Because the more time I get to spend with you, the happier oh, I am. You're lovely. Um, but even in normal times, we are married, we parent together, and we work together. What do you think is the hardest part about being married? Ooh, um, I Look, I don't have a quick and easy answer for that. I, I kind of feel like marriage suits me fairly well. Um, having said that, I think you suit me fairly well. So if I was married to someone else, it could be a very different story. Um, I think marriage comes, mar marriage for me, actually, I'm going to step back a little bit there and say it wasn't even the marriage, but it was, it was the commitment to you. I mean, there was a marriage in, in there, but, but the bigger point really is my commitment to you brought with it a huge amount of change for me, a huge amount of learning and awakening and awareness, um, about, Things that I hadn't been brought up with, or things that I'd never experienced in my uh, in my life so far, and so I think all of those things have, I think, without exception, made me a better person. Uh, there have been very, very positive things, but there is still a process of change from where I was to where I am. So I think with that marriage or that commitment um, to, to you, 
um, and my love for you and my love for all of those things that you've been able to teach me over the years, I, I, I think it's probably the the process of change, the process of of of, of learning those new things and, and evolving into who I am these days. And as much as that's been a process and I've obviously said that's the hardest part about marriage. It's been made a lot easier, uh, I think, by you. You're a very patient person. You're a very accepting person. And I think that is what has really allowed me to to go on the journey that, that I've been on. I think if you weren't that type of person, I think the journey may have been a lot bumpier on the way through. <laughs> And we have had our bumpy times. We absolutely have had our bumpy times. I mean, it's not all, you know, rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> um, you know, there have been some very significant events um, in our time together, um, in our life. Um, and there have also been some less significant events, but the just the – look, just the normal – things that people go through when they're in a close relationship together as different people learn to live together and accept each other and everybody's got their own idiosyncrasies and there will be conflict. I mean, we are different people. We may be very aligned in terms of our values and our beliefs and so on, but we are still different people and there will still be conflict. And Every single marriage, every single relationship has those conflicts. And that is not a bad thing by any means. In fact, it's an incredibly important thing. And we have absolutely had those very mundane, day-to-day tensions and conflicts in our marriage. Um, but I, I believe we have worked through them. I think we communicate very well. Uh, and I think we have an immense respect for each other and for each other's viewpoints and perspectives and opinions and desires and wants and aspirations and all the things. Uh, and I think that is really what lets us move through all of those ups and downs of life as a married couple. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think is the best bit about being married? And remember, this is a family show. Oh, man, there goes my top seven or eight responses to that. <laughs> I would say that my the best bit about being married is knowing that you have somebody who is on your side knowing that there is somebody there who's got your back who believes in you even when you mess up you know that they're going to be there for you that they want you to live your best possible life and will and will absolutely support you in your endeavors to 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 live that would wholeheartedly agree with that. I know sometimes we marvel that we've been married 17 years and we spend a lot of time together and yet we still really actually like each other and we enjoy spending time together. What do you think the secret is to a happy marriage? I think one of the things that has really helped our marriage be a be a successful marriage so far is that we give each other the space and the respect to be our own person. We don't try and change the other person. Um, we accept them for who they are and we support them in all of their endeavors as best 
as we can. Um, you know, there's no attempt to change the other person. There will always be points of conflict that arise, you know, in that journey. And at that point, it's really important that the communication is simply open and honest. And if both people can come into that discussion from a position of uh, from a position of vulnerability, of sharing, of, of honesty and openness in that sense, then, uh, and if the other person can respect that and reciprocate in turn, look, in my experience, things just work themselves out. You know, I think the times that I see conflict not really resolving or actually take that a step further, conflict not being a positive experience is when there is an effort to change the other person because of some judgment or some opinion that they are wrong and that they need and that, and that we are right. Um, so I think, and, and then when the communication bit kicks in, if, if you are holding things back, if there is some, uh, if there is some shame, if there is some embarrassment, if there is some other agenda that you might have there, and normally it's not intentional, normally it's not malicious. We don't generally play politics in successful relationships, but but there can often be these these other things that we're holding close that we're not necessarily even aware of in ourselves and because we're not letting ourselves be vulnerable with ourselves and therefore with our partner there remains all of this unspoken and when the unspoken exists there can be a a breakdown of of trust the communication can start to be constrained because each person is concerned about where this discussion is going so i think to sum all that up it is just the vulnerability that we bring into the relationship and we allow ourselves to be vulnerable to the other person. We allow ourselves to love the other person, but really importantly, we also allow ourselves to be loved yeah. by the other person. And I see so much of that in, my, in, in myself, in, I'm going to say this, you know, in older versions of me. And I still, I, I see this in other, in other people's relationship, you know, they're, they're very open to loving and to giving love, but they're not always so open to being loved and to letting themselves be loved by the other person because that really requires the next level of, of vulnerability. Mm. But I think if you can equally give love and receive love, I think that is really where things can start to hum. You're a very wise man, Ben Love. <laughs> now, I've written down just a couple of reasons I love you. Will you be mortified if <laughs> will you be mortified if I speak this publicly on this podcast? Um, go for it. Yes, but do it. Go live live your best life. All right. Number one, and this is just a couple because obviously there's more than four. Um, I think you're an amazing dad. I think you've always been a great dad, but as the boys get older, I think you've really come into your own and I watch you go out of your way to connect with them on a level that they need to be connected on. Like, So, for example, at the moment with Sam and his mountain bike riding, you'll go and 
put the bikes on the back of the car and head out into the mountains and do some mountain bike riding with him. You know, and that's I, – I am really feeling that as well, that that I – I'm in a new phase of how I'm relating to to my boys at the moment. When 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 the boys were, were young, when the boys were newborns, when they were very young and for the first period of time there, I felt really lonely, mm. like super lonely because I didn't have a role to play. I didn't know who I was as a new father. I had no direct responsibilities for this, this newborn child because it was all about mum, as it should be, you know, but that really... It it was actually very isolating, and I'm really enjoying, as our boys are now older, I am really enjoying that I can now start to more actively relate to them with things that I am so much more comfortable doing. Um, it's a, it, it is a new level. It's a new it's a new a new phase in the in the relationship with my boys, and and I'm I'm absolutely loving it. Yeah, that's good. And and. Funnily enough, I feel kind of the opposite. I'm on the back foot at the moment because, you know, when they were little and they really needed me and wanted me and I was great at craft and music and whatever and now I, they're kind of, you know, they're developing that new phase where they're more connected to you and it's lovely and I am 100% happy to support it but it's, it is interesting to feel on the other foot. And And I think also you can broaden that whole – uh, that whole discussion about what you're talking about there, in that there, you see, I'm a big fan of being raised by a village. Like mm. I, I think there is a there's a lot of value in that. Um, you know, it may it may start with a a mother and father, or a mother and mother, and a father and father, or what you know, whatever with the with the core parents around the children. But there is huge value also in the next circle. And that next circle out may be aunts and uncles, it may be neighbours, it may be teachers, um, it, whoever it may be. I think that next circle out is also very important because our children need different things at different times in their life. Now, we're not yet at this point with our children, but we will hit a phase probably fairly soon where our children very specifically don't want their parents, right? In fact, we're the ones they don't want. And that's okay again because that's just part of the the, the growth and the and the the natural development and independence starting to to bloom as it should. But I think the wonderful thing is when there can then be other people there to fill those roles for our boys and maybe maybe aunts and uncles you know as i said it's it's that next sort of layer or circle of people around i do think that having multiple different people in a child's life who can fill different needs and different roles at different times is such an amazing thing to be able to have that yeah absolutely and we are lucky we are part of a pretty big village in just the extended family now number two in the reasons that I love you, you've helped me appreciate feeling a whole gamut of emotions and not just pretending everything's rainbows and unicorns all the time. You've taught me that it's okay to feel it all because without the darkness, we wouldn't appreciate the light, would we? Oh, wow. What a topic. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. I think <clears throat> the flip side of that, the mirror image of that is that you have taught me to appreciate the light. You know, to to really appreciate that there is absolutely a a time for um 
Pollyanna, uh, you know, and that there is a way to, there's a lot of value in looking on the bright side. By looking on the bright side, it is not a bad thing. It is not a negative thing. You are not in de- denial that there can be a different way to look at things. So I, uh, that's one of those things, that's that's one of those points that I think we have actually given each other in equal measure. Yeah. I think I came from a position which was probably very the opposite to yours and I think over time we have actually come <laughs> to balanced each other out. We have we've balanced each other out and I think we've we've come quite nicely together. Not not in the middle in the sense that we cancel each other out, but we now have an appreciation and an understanding of the importance of the other perspective. Yeah, definitely. Number 3 you never leave me in any doubt that you love me, but also that you value me and appreciate what I bring to the world. And it's not a gushy, blowing, smoke-up-my-bottom kind of appreciation, but I know that you are my number one supporter and I appreciate that. Um, look, yes. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I don't know what more to say on that. Yes, absolutely. I Look, you're not perfect, but I do think you're amazing. What? what? Uh, 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 edit that one out. No, don't edit that one out. You're amazing because of the values and the qualities and the person that you are, right? And I want to see more of that. That's what I fell in love with. Why would I fall in love with that and then try to change that or stomp it out or, or even ignore that it's there? I mean, it's what I fell in love with. I want to see more of that. I want to shout it from the rooftops that this is the woman I fell in love with 17. No, we married 17 years ago. I fell in love with slightly more than 17 years ago. (laughs) Um, And I want to see more of that. Uh, And number four, I think we complement each other well because I like unpacking the dishwasher and you like repacking the dishwasher. And yeah, in yeah. fact, I think you don't like the way I pack the dishwasher. Oh, well, I was about to say, the reason I love packing the dishwasher is because you just pack it wrong. <laughs> Seriously. The cups go on the left yeah, and the bowls go yeah, on the right. Yeah. It's not that hard. All right. I used to look at other people's relationships, well, the highlight reel on social media, and wonder why we didn't have a fairy tale ma- marriage. And then one day I had this realization that perhaps people were looking at our marriage thinking we were the ones that had the fairy tale marriage. It's all about perspective, isn't it? It's definitely not a fairy tale around here, is it? <laughs> it can feel like pretty hard work sometimes, but I do think we work at making our relationship the best we can. You know, I have I have seen a lot of relationships that don't work, that fail. They may fail quietly, they may fail violently, they may fail in a whole lot of different ways. And I look at our relationship and, you know, in one sense it's not a fairy tale relationship, but in another sense I think it's pretty damn amazing. Um, And for that I am eternally grateful. I'm grateful to you too, thank you. I'd love you to come back to the Mama Love podcast and chat again one day. Is that okay? I would love to. Oh, I know you're not actually going to listen to the podcast, but I'd love it if you could come come back and I can ask you some questions. Thank you for being here today, Ben Love. Love you. 
Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful to be here and I love you. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Mama Love Podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you love the show, I'd be honoured if you could hit subscribe. Perhaps you'd like to hire me as your very own coach, cheerleader and support crew. You can find out more about my coaching services over at mamalove.com forward slash coaching. That's M-U-M-M-A-L-O-V-E.com forward slash coaching. Or just come and chat to me on Instagram or Facebook at mamalove. Talk to you soon.